Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Those Couple of Geeks. I hope all of you geekies are ready for this wonderful episode. First, I want to introduce myself. My name is Tyler, aka that Midwestern geek, and I'm here with my host, my co-host. Guys, say hello, Adam. Hello. Holly. Why are you the way that you are? Because I like who I am. Me too. And Vanna. Hey. <laughs> All right. So starting off every episode like we always do, guys, what's freaking your geek this week? Okay. So I recently finished a Pokemon Nuzlocke, which is very fitting for the episode uh, today. Yes, yes. Yes, it is. I um. I had a good time with it. It was pretty challenging towards the end. It was Brilliant Diamond on the Nintendo Switch. If you don't know what a Nuzlocke is, basically if your Pokemon faints, it dies. And so you have to use different Pokemon and uh, you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter on each route. With that said, I got to the very end and I fought the last person, the Elite Four leader, Cynthia. Mm. And uh, she was pretty tough. She was pretty tough. She actually got my last Pokemon. She killed all my Pokemon. The last one was on 1 HP. I and, saw that. Uh, I did some pretty, some pretty uh, big brain strats out there to uh, to make sure that I was able to like to beat her. It was pretty free fun. It's really fun. If you've never tried a Nuzlocke and you want to get back into Pokemon, but you always thought it was too easy, 100% look up Nuzlocking and try it out because it definitely makes the game much more challenging and much more enjoyable, in my opinion. So I have to ask Adam. You usually have a theme for your nickname. So with the Nuzlocke as well, you forgot to mention. Mm. You have to nickname your Pokemon. And normally, from what I've known from you, is you have a theme for each each time you do a Nuzlocke. So, yeah. like, you have a different nicknames. Was there a theme this time? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, in keeping with my nerdiness, my, uh, <laughs> my character's name was Weeb. Uh, yes. And my rival's name was Otaku. Good. And uh, Good. all my Pokemon were named after different anime characters that I felt fit them. So, for example, my... Piplup, who was my starter Pokemon, who was the one who survived on one HP and beat Cynthia with a very clutch ice beam. I named him Tanjiro because from Demon yeah. Slayer, Tanjiro does the water style sword sword style. So yeah, but yeah, I had a bunch of different anime character nicknames. I'm trying to think of some other good ones, but yeah, that's that was my theming was anime weeb themed. Good, yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> Anyone else for freaking your geek? I have officially crossed over into being an elderly person. For the first time ever, I purchased a puzzle and am now sitting and doing it. And it's very pretty. It's rainbow and we love it because that makes it a little easier to do. <laughs> and I <laughs> tried to do it. I did it all last night from the point that I got home until we went to bed. And my back hurt so bad <laughs> it hurt so bad that i was like tyler i can't i can't do this anymore you out of the puzzle game <laughs> it was the epitome of an old lady sitting with like knitting needles except it was like sitting in front of a tv going and this puzzle piece goes here and that puzzle piece goes there where does this one go hello kitten <laughs> well and the fact that you hurt your back putting a puzzle together that like that's just the icing on the cake and that uh when you're trying to call yourself old i was like you know puzzles they're pretty fun but like yeah that's a little that's a little on the nose there holly <laughs> and i'm the youngest out of all four of us yep. <laughs> hey rub it in why don't you <laughs> you have the back of an old lady i do blame it on how many years i played soccer man my lower back is trash 
Also, for those listening, she showed us a, the puzzle. It's a ten-piece puzzle. It's really not that hard. So she like, <laughs> but it's rainbow the colors. I don't know. <laughs> no, I kept, try, I kept trying to put it together, but they all looked brown. And Tyler was like, "You got to flip it over. You got to flip it over." That's just a cardboard Why on the is back. This a cardboard puzzle. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right. My Freaky My Geek this week, I'm really excited for D&D on Friday because for all of you listeners, all of us play D&D, Holly's our DM. I think we've mentioned it before, but our last session, whenever we left off, Adam <laughs> and I's characters who do not like each other were so fed up with the NPCs in the game in our session that we ditched. Like we bailed and we made a sign with our team that was to light something on fire so we would see it to come to their aid if they needed help. But we went to bed. Uh, did not, if there was a sign. We don't know about it. We didn't see it. So I'm really excited to jump in and find out what terror we missed. Yep. If you ever had an awkward moment in your life or like a moment where drama happens and you're kind of like sitting on the sidelines going, holy crap, did that just happen? That was me in that situation in that last <laughs> session between the NPCs and our two players where I'm like, D wait, but we have a quest. Guys, what's happening? Yeah, Adam and I's characters made like a side quest where we basically decided that we're going to kill the NPCs and that's our goal. Yeah, after you tried to freaking lust after them and you decided, mm, that's not going to work, you need to die. Hang on now. So there was a bit of lusting, but Ismark is one of the NPCs in question. And this man <laughs> hit my character so hard that he almost killed me. I lost so <laughs> much health from a single hit because I'm a wizard and I don't have much health to begin with. But beside the point, that was really rude of him and you can't spell <laughs> butthead without Ismark. And so that's why we got upset with, with him. And we're now, we're now team anti-ism. Also, we both like, okay, I can't say the same for Adam's character. My character shot her shot with one NPC. It was like the first or second session. And whenever she was rejected, she immediately backed off and has not made any other advances. And this NPC is just rude. All <laughs> the time, she's racist against elves. And my character is an elf. She's homophobic because my character's gay. She is like the worst kind of human because she is a human. And she's just so unne unnecessarily mean. And then Ismark's always rude. And he's hit Adam's character in the face twice. Twice, now. yes, that's correct. And so yeah. like I like yanked Adam's character back last session. And I was like, all right, we're going into secrets. The funny part is, is like these characters are not supposed to be like this. Like, if y'all have ever read Curse of Strahd, these characters are supposed to be pretty much, like, your meat and potatoes type characters. Like, they just exist in this world for the plot. But that just simply is not how I like to DM. We have a story. We're spinning it my way. So they are sassy. They are rude. And they're going to tell you how it is. And they're going to, ugh, every time you ask them anything. But uh, to be fair, at the same time, too, didn't they, like, roll to like seduce and got like one off of stuff too. So that also plays into the factor of that. Well, I mean, my yeah. character, <laughs> Adam went back and forth every time. I yeah, swear exactly. he'd get really yeah. high. 20, a two, a 20, a two. Uh, yeah. 20, yeah I, have, one, I have three sporadic roles. Yeah. Yes. Mine was like, I got like a nine and that just wasn't quite good enough because she's yeah. racist and homophobic. <laughs> I did an at 20. <laughs> <She was laughs> shot. I didn't get it. 
<laughs> Indy's not that much of a fantasy world after all, listeners. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. All right, let's get into the main content, shall we? I'm going to be channeling my inner Blaine. Blaine being the fire-type gym leader from Kanto who liked quizzes, specifically Pokemon quizzes. So welcome to the first ever Those Couple of Geeks Pokemon quiz uh, featuring me channeling my inner Blaine because I'm bald and I want a mustache like him. So That's the only reason. Exactly. That's the only reason. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> there it is. The quiz is over. Like, we found the answer. Could have been like, and I like fire type Pokemon, but nah, I don't really care for those. Bald. Kind of a water type. <laughs> Bald. Bald. Look good Bald. in a lab coat. It's true. He does. <laughs> I'm excited for this. As an avid Pokemon fan, I am excited to both see what you have in store and prove that I am actually not an avid Pokemon fan. And that you missed your opportunity i thought you were gonna say i'm excited to prove that i am in fact the best that ever was there you go oh dang it <laughs> adam <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry didn't I'm even on, have like a snappy comeback to it he was just like no Damn it, you're right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so number one welcome contestants I hate that you put freaking transitions it's time for a quiz i love it what is it the swipe all right. All righty. So let us introduce our contestants as they are going to be my co-hosts, but they're going to have their alternate personalities that they like for specific characters in Pokemon. So first up, we have da -da 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 -da, Vanna as Cynthia, champion. Ooh. Next, we have Adam as Volkner. Like it. And last, we have Holly as Flannery. Very nice. And including with them, they have their signature and favorite Pokemon as well. This includes, for Holly, her favorite Pokemon being Eevee. Yes. And her signature Pokemon being Torkoal. For Adam, his favorite Pokemon was Arcanine, with his favorite signature Pokemon being Jolteon. These are my fursonas. <laughs> <laughs> and then for Vanna, we have... Her signature Pokemon being Roserade, and her favorite Pokemon, of course, being Alolan Vulpix. So these are our contestants for the game. I like so it. Moving on for rules of the game. Four rounds of Pokemon-related questions. Get the right question and make your partner Pokemon happy. But if you get the question wrong, you'll receive a daycare Pokemon that were left behind. Ugh, gross. Those Pokemon left behind are Adam's least favorite, Huntail. Ugh. Vanna's least favorite, Claydol, and Holly's least favorite, Unknown. They're just pointless. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just an eyeball. Pointless animal. Black Pokemon. little sticks coming out of it. <laughs> Yay, letters. Let us start with round one. First question goes to Vanna. So, Vanna, these are Pokedex entries for you guys. This Pokedex entry is, it's a voracious appetite, compels it to devour large leaves bigger than itself without hesitation. It releases a terribly strong order from its antenna. Your multiple choices are Venonat, Heracross, Caterpie, Venipede, and Winpod. What do you choose? It all has antenna. Well, they're bugs, so I mean, yeah. Is it antenna or tenne? <laughs> like, is it plural antenna. or singular? Antenna. I think I'm they all have antenna. antenna. Isn't that the same thing? Aren't you just like tomato, tomato at that point? I mean, I'm going for like Caterpie. Yeah. 
What what was your choice? What's your choice, Vanna? Or sorry, Cynthia. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think it's Caterpie. Your answer is C, Caterpie. Now let's see if you're right. The answer is... It is Caterpie. I got you. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, what would eat a leaf? And I was like, mm, yeah. probably Caterpillar. And then you were like, Caterpie. Oh. And I was like, yeah. No, and to be honest, the reason I said Caterpie is because I thought that was the only one that could go either way for the two antennas or one. It wasn't even meant to help you. Oh, yeah, because it's got like the like, single that splits yeah, off. And yeah, and then it splits. Yeah. So that could be, I thought that's what you were going with the question. So you're yeah. welcome, I guess. Well, thank you. Good Way job, go. Vanna. Vanna, you have one point. You made your Pokemon happy. So, so far, you're Pokemon in the lead. Lives. Woohoo! All right, moving on. Next question. Uh, question for Adam. Their poison is strong enough to eat through the hull of a tanker, and they spit it indiscriminately at anything that enters their territory. Your multiple choices are A, Quillfish, B, Seedra, C, Tentacool, D, Octillery, or E, Dragel. Okay, so I know for a fact that like three of these are poisonous and then the other two are just like spitting ink. So I know that it's not Cedra and it's not Octillery. I can, I can rule them out because they're just spitting ink. They're just friendly little boys. They're not doing anything to be mean. Quillfish always has like a little stanky look on his face. Kind of got like a sourpuss look. But I think I'm going to go with Tentacool because strong poison, he's like, one of the OG poison types eating through the hull of a tanker. So there's the water aspect, right? Because a tanker is a boat. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go C. I'm going to go Tentacool on this one. All right, Adam, you have C locked in for Tentacool. And the answer is Dragil. Oh, my goodness. I don't know much Dang. about... I don't know much about that one. I think he's like a generation five Pokemon. And that's kind of why I didn't play as much. He is from the Kalos region. Okay. Well, I did know that at least. To be fair, I wouldn't have even said that. I would have guessed Quillfish. (laughs) (laughs) I almost guessed Quillfish. Yeah. Yep. Wouldn't have guessed Drago at all. Anyway, moving on, we have Holly. So first question for Holly. When it starts fighting for territory with Parasect, the entire area gets completely coated in spores. Your multiple choices are Shroomish, Roserade, Vileplume, Shenotic, Lilligant, or Florgus. So I immediately want to say Vileplume just because of the generation, but Parasect has been in future generation games too, so that doesn't automatically discount it. I'm in between Shroomish and Vileplume more than any of them, um, simply because of the more poison aspect. Shenotic would be too, but like I just don't know as much about Shenotic. I'm going to go with Vileplume. I know that it's one of Ty's favorite, so I'm hoping that he put that as an answer. So Vileplume. Ha, ah, going with the soft spot of Vileplume, my favorite. Well, let's see what the answer is. And unfortunately, it wasn't Vileplume. Dang it! It was it. Oh, man. I knew that. You knew that one? Yeah. Dude, Shenotic is such a creepy looking Pokemon. Correct. Like, if you saw that in the woods coming at you, it's just got dead little eyes. Like, ugh, no thank you. Tendrils for hands. Yeah, yeah it's hands. Yeah, it looks like little alien hands. Ugh. This Pokemon description came from the Galar region. When you go through uh, to the fairy type gym leader, there are Parasect and Shenotic in that area. Oh, that's fair. All right, moving on. 
we're on to round two. I have specifically sent all three of our contestants Pokemon sounds of a Pokemon's cry. So they have to identify which Pokemon is making that crying. So starting it off, who's that Pokemon? This question's for Vanna. For the sound that you got, Vanna, your multiple choices are A, Beldum, B, Shimeko, C, Esper, D, Muna, or E, Curlia. What sound do you think your Pokemon is? A, Beldum. Is A your final answer? Yeah. I won't lie. I still don't know because I was between it and Kaimiko, but I had no idea. Having guessed like multiple choice does help. This is why I had the multiple choice is it does help in seeing and visualizing the sound of that Pokemon and what they look like because it's hard to do that. For the listeners at home, they have a PowerPoint presentation. I feel like Esper would just be really quiet. Doesn't it look like, yeah, like a little quiet cat? It looks, it looks like it has PTSD. It looks very shell-shocked. It does. That's why it has psychic powers. Because <laughs> of PTSD? <laughs> she's, she's seen it. It's seen some things. All right. We'll move on. And the answer is... Curlia. Really? Uh, oh. I would not have guessed that. No. Really? I also was thinking like Beldum or um, Muna. Listening to it before my answer choices, I was going to say Metagross or Lugia. So whenever that wasn't one of the options, I was like, mm, well, I felt like it was kind of metally. <laughs> Fair. It is Curlia. So that, that's what's fun about this. So for the listeners out there, the sounds are based off of their favorite type of Pokemon. For Vanna specifically, she liked Psychic types. For Adam is Ice type. And then for Holly, she chose Flying type. With that in mind, we're moving on to Adam. Guess this sound. Your multiple choices are A. Glaceon B. Frostlass C. Frostmoth D, Cryonoga, or E, Vanillish. How did you say D? I don't know how to say it. Cryogonal, because Cryogonal. It's like a, uh-huh. he's got yeah, the shape. You flipped your G and your N. Cryogonal. There we go. Also, for any good t- uh, good listeners, in our previous episode, one of these choices I would absolutely devour, and that would be E, Vanillish. It's just an ice cream cone. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you flippin' brought that up with the eggs. I forgot about that too, and I did not put it in for that effect. I promise. Okay, so actual, actual answer. Okay, I am so torn. I know it's one of these two. I well, I think it's one of these two. It's either A Glacion or C Frost Moth. Okay. Uh, but I can't, I can't say for sure. It's so hard. Like, so a lot, yeah, a lot of the ice type Pokemon, like Vanna was saying, have that like kind of like fluttery sound to them. So I want to lean toward like Frostmoth because I'm like, okay, it sounds like uh, it's got wings or whatever. I don't know why. That's just what it sounds like to me. So I'm going to go with C. I'm going to go with C with uh, Frostmoth. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. All right. Your answer is... Frostlass. Oh my gosh. I was shocked that you went with A or C because I immediately was like, it's definitely not A or C. It's either B or D. That's so funny. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard listening to a It's so weird because you hear it all the time. Like I've played with a, with a Frostlass a bunch of times. It's one of my favorite ice types. It's not my most favorite, but yeah, 
I don't know. You don't like pay attention to their cries very much. Right. It's challenging. I thought it'd be a fun way to do a Pokemon quiz with the cries because sometimes people know them. Sometimes people don't. And that's why I kept in that the ice type range because a lot of the sounds are familiar as we are about to hear with the next up one being Holly with flying type Pokemon and all the great birds. Freaking birds. So Holly, your question is for this Pokemon sound. Your multiple choices are A. Corviknight, B. Talonflame, C. Braviary, D. Scaraptor, E. Manabuzz. None of these are what I thought. So I immediately <laughs> thought that this was going to be like a legendary bird. The one I had in my brain was like Zapdos. I thought yours was Zapdos. I thought mine was going to be Articuno, by the way, is also totally. an ice type. So I legitimately was like so ready. And then when that wasn't an option, I was like, yeah, I, I definitely thought that this was going to be like Zapdos or something along the lines of like electric and flying. Knowing that none of these have anything to do with that. I'm thinking it's either Corviknight or Talonflame. What is your final answer? I'm going to go with Corviknight. Good guess. Is that your final answer? It's my final answer. This is a whole round where everyone got it wrong. Oh, it was Talonflame. No, it was Talonflame. I am so mad. You were so close though, at least. Talonflame is one of my favorite Pokemon and it is a perfect fit because Blaine likes fire type Pokemon. I'm so mad because I freaking guessed one of your favorite Pokemon on the last one, but then decided, oh no, that's not the route he's going because I know how much you love Talonflame. I am angry with myself. We could probably have another one of these episodes episodes if the fans and if you guys want to do it again someone else can do it and someone else can come up with the the noises and we can try from there there's a whole website for anyone that's out there that wants to test their knowledge with the sounds it's like pokemoncries.com that's what i pulled a lot of this audio from and it's a fun way to play games because they usually do 10 questions within like the different generations uh and it's a great way to learn your pokemon moving on updated score right now vanna you are winning by one point yay nice what? to zero to zero nailed it so we're moving on to round number three this is specifically pokemon related questions for like moves so question number three starting with vanna again the question for you is what move does the most damage slash strongest move to a pokemon's hp wise in the games your multiple choices are a explosion b self-destruct c head smash d eruption e giga impact or f brave bird i know the answer you do <laughs> yeah because i'm assuming you're talking about just base power like if you looked at the attack as is base power yes the most base power damage it can do yeah i'm pretty positive i know the answer to this one actually i don't i'm gonna guess b self-destruct that's a good guess i feel like i feel like if you're throwing your own life out that should be the highest is b your final answer yes all right that means it's wrong. The answer is... Was explosion. Mm. 250 base power. 100% accuracy. It's the upgraded form of self-destruct. My nerdiness is showing. I knew this one. I was excited about this. I was so pumped. This is why I didn't choose this one for you, Adam, because I knew you would know this one. All right, moving on. We have question number three for Adam. Your question is, what Pokemon is considered the smallest size in all of Pokemon, weight-wise? I know this. Your multiple choices are A, Flabebe, B, Cutiefly, C, Joltik, D, Sinistee, E, Wishiwashi, or F, Meltan. So first of all, I've always loved the name Flabebe just because 
I just like the name. It's funny. It's not like my favorite Pokemon by any means, but just Flabebe. Hey, hey, hey. Sometimes Pokemon Company knocks it out of the park with the names for their Pokemon. And other times it's Cutie Fly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and other times it's Cutie Fly. Regarding the question, Pokemon that is the smallest, I am actually going to guess C. Joltik. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that Joltik is the smallest. And you said wait, and that was a big one for me because Meltan is really small, but Meltan is like a heavy little metal boy. So I don't think that Meltan could be the smallest in that regard. Actually, actually, I apologize. I meant height, not weight. Oh. Okay, well, that's just uh, calling an audible now. All right, wait a second here. I got to reevaluate all of this because like height. At least you didn't give me an answer before I said it. So that's why I apologize. Golly, but now it's like height is even harder because they're all different shapes. Like a teacup is not very tall. Neither is a cutie fly. I guess I guess you count its little dangly legs. Flabebe, I would always assume that part of its body is the flower. So that, that guy's pretty tall. I, I think Flabebe, they're pretty tall. Uh, I'm going to still go with Joltik C as my final answer for the smallest size. C is your final answer? It is my final answer, C, Joltik. The answer is... Flabebe. Are you serious? What? Yeah. It's 0.1 meters high, so it's very, very teeny. And then only weighs 0.2 pounds. I'm more just shook by the idea that, like, how is it smallest? It's it's literally on a flower. Like, how small is that flower? You know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those little filler flowers that you put in a vase. What's the size of the pollen? Yeah. So it's a <sighs> tiny, 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 tiny thing. So Flabebe is the tiniest Pokemon mm-hmm. in all of the games. Well, it does have a good name. The reason I know this is because I play a game called Squirtle, which is Pokemon Wordle. And you have to, like, guess the gen, the types, the height and the weight so there's like a handful of pokemon that i now i can fully tell you what each of the evolutions height and weight are it sounds like a lot of fun i'm gonna need you to send the link at some point after this because i actually want to play that it's so fun i really like it yeah that sounds fun Alrighty, now we move on to holly's question which this is why i got confused because Holly's question is, which of these is the heaviest Pokemon? So that's where I got it confused. So Holly, your multiple choices are Cosmome as A, B, Eternius, C, Groudon, D, Mudsdale, E, Steelix, or F, Snorlax. So like I said, I like to play this game. That's about the weight of Pokemon. So I know all of these are incredibly heavy, but I also know that Primal Groudon is heavier than regular Groudon. And I believe that it's between Cosmome and Eternatus. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Cosmome. I'm going to lock that in. Is that your final answer? Yep. That's a pretty good guess. The answer is Cosmome. Yes! Nice! Cosmome! It's like ridiculously high. I remember it's like it weighs so much that it's technically off the scales of what that Squirtle game counts. So I was cheating. (laughs) Obviously I got it wrong. I'm not cheating on my own questions, but I've been cheating on Adam and Holly's. Holly, it's 2,204 pounds. For reference, a Snorlax is like a thousand pounds. Yeah. 
So the reason why I thought that this was the correct answer was because there's like a bunch of memes of like, how how jacked is Ash Ketchum? And it's because like at one point in the show, he's like picking up this and like holding it like it's a little baby. And then people like post like the screenshot of like the Pokedex. I couldn't remember exactly how much it weighed, but I knew like, oh, it weighs like a ton. It's like, yeah, he's just like cradling like two, like several tons. Like it's no big deal. It's literally one ton. So the official Pokedex, Vanna, you had it basically there. It was 2,000. 204.4 pounds is how is how much it weighs you're gonna say you were basically almost there because i didn't include the point four. no because you, <laughs> you did 2002 so you're almost there you had two just two more i said 2204 but thank you oh sorry I, okay well i take it back i apologize she's cheating also so and i know it in kilograms so it's in it kilograms it's 999.9 that's a good little uh, little fun facty there. Yep, because it's the biggest one because it goes up to a thousand. All right, score update. Vanna and Holly, you are tied. Adam, you're at zero. I am in dead last. This is not looking good. Well, we do have one final round. So here we go. Starting with Vanna. Your question is, which first two Gen 2 Pokemon were audiences introduced to and debuted during the feature film Pokemon the First Movie? Your multiple choices are Don Fan and Meryl, Don Fan and Snubble, Pichu and Togepi, or Meryl and Snubble. Ooh, what a good question about a movie I haven't seen. I thought you saw the first movie. I thought you said you watched the first few. Now she's seen the first anime seasons. Yeah. Oh. But, but she's never seen the movie. And that, But I'm learning this for the first time, and that's going to be remedy. I had my birthday party at the movie theater, and we all saw this, and we all got the promo cards. It was, oh, uh, like a, it was a big deal. Pokemon was a big, it still is a big deal, but it was a big deal in the early 90s. I seen the Jungle Book Pokemon movie. That was pretty cute. Zarude with Zarude. Yeah. That, that one is pretty cute, actually, if you haven't seen it. You want to take a swing at it? I'm going to say Meryl and Snubble. So Meryl and Snubble, is that your final answer, D? Yeah. How come you only asked me that? You didn't ask Adam that. What? It makes me nervous. He always asks, is that your final answer? He always asks if it's a final answer. Yeah. No, he didn't ask you that last time. He definitely did roll back the tapes geekies yeah she's getting she's getting real shaky now over here she's like throwing out shade like how come you're asking only him that huh her back's against the wall the final answer is it was snubble and don fan as meryl was introduced in the orange island series before the movie came out it was tracy's pokemon that it was first introduced there but in the pokemon the first movie Don Fan was one of the first appearances, and then in Pikachu's Vacation, the, the short, Snubble was introduced. So those were the two first second-generation Pokemon that were introduced at that time. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was Meryl and Don Fan because I remember the little short being about like Meryl's big day out or whatever. Yeah, it was Meryl, Raichu, Snubble, and Cubone that were all a gang against uh, Ash's Pokemon. But Meryl was introduced because it was Tracy's Pokemon in Orange Islands, which premiered before the Pokemon, the first movie. I have a uh, thing that's going to date me a little bit here. And you guys might remember this too. But when Meryl was first like leaked back in the day, because and like leaking back in the day was not the same as it is now on like internet forums and everything, right? This was like word of mouth. Everyone thought that this was going to be a new evolution of Pikachu that would evolve into a water type called, and they called it Pikablue, like P-I-K-A-B-L-U. Oh. So for a long time as kids, everyone was like, 
there's this new Pokemon, Peekaboo, and like we all talked about it on the playground and stuff. And then it turned out to be Meryl, and it was like just a whole different, you know, totally Pokemon though. altogether. But yeah, you can see it too. It was definitely like mm-hmm. kind of supposed to be the next Pikachu-y, mascot-y looking character. Yep, absolutely. To get one of the two right for a movie I've never seen. It's true. Yeah, I'll give you half a point. No, 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 no. I'm going to need you to back up. No, yeah, you don't okay, need to give okay. me half a point. <laughs> okay, okay. I won't give a half a point. But we'll keep moving on. Give Adam a chance. We might have a tiebreaker. Yeah, for real. I need, I need to not have her have a half point up on me. <laughs> All right. So it's still Silvano 1, Holly 1, Adam 0. So Adam. All too aware. You are next. Your next question is... According to an article of USA Today published February of 2022, so this was recent. I'm sure you've read a lot of uh, of USA Today. Oh, yeah, I'm a subscriber. <laughs> what <No>. was <laughs> on the list? What was the number one worst looking Pokemon for this article that they stated was the number one worst looking Pokemon? Your multiple choices are A, Watchhog, B, Licky Licky, C, Kling Clang, D, Gumshoes, E, Paris, or F, Stunfisk. See, the hard part about this is not knowing the article. All of these are disgusting Pokemon, with maybe the exception of Paris. That's the only one that's like kind of redeeming to me because he's just a little crab and he's got mushrooms on his back. Like he's fine. Gumshoes is just—he's uh, very presidential. Um, he's not—not not my first pick. Let's just say he's—he's he's interesting looking fella. I actually think Stunfisk is kind of a cool, unique design. It's like a flounder or something. Like, I don't really hate Stunfisk. Clink Clang gets a lot of flack because it's just basically Magnemite, but like in Gen 5, right? They were like, here's a cog, mm-hmm. here's two cogs, here's three cogs. And it's just, yeah, it's just cogs that are rotating with little face on it. And then, of course, you've got Watchog, which just, I mean, he looks like, you know who Watchog looks like? He looks like in the Jungle Book, whenever the snake does his like hypnotizing yes. eyes on Mowgli. That yep. is who Watchog reminds me of. And I hate it. And I don't like it because I used to be scared of that in the scene in Jungle Book. Uh, Stay with e- me. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's like a very like niche description, but I feel like if you see it, you'll, you'll get it. If you've never seen what Watchog looks like. And then, of course, you have Licky Licky, which, I mean, you take an awful, disgusting little Pokemon like Lickitung. And you make him even more disgusting. He looks like a like something from like royalty. Like he's got his little bib <laughs> and he's got his fat belly with a Wi-Fi signal on it. And then he's got this gross tongue that's just like at least Lickitung's tongue was kind of like hanging down. It was casual. Licky Licky's tongue is just like <laughs> just protruding outward. It's just erect, pointed right towards you. It's disgusting. So I'm going to go with Licky Licky because of this list, he's the one that I think is the grossest Pokemon Oh, sorry, the worst looking Pokemon. So I'm going to go with Licky Licky. I hate you describing Licky Licky's tongue as erect. <laughs> it just sticks it's straight up, out. Understand. It's like, tongue? Ugh, what a gross little Pokemon. They should have never made this. All right. I want to hear, Holly, which one do you hate the most? Or what? Okay. So the question is the worst looking. It's there you not go. What but that's you hate what I mean. Most which one do you is think the is the worst looking? looking? Yeah, but I hate them based on their looks. <laughs> I would say Gumshoe. Uh, he's all right. He's just like a little. Fair. I hate him. He's kind of like very business. He's got his hands behind his back. He's very like, business. Yeah, what about you, Vanna? Yeah. What's your of this little list? Which one do you think is the yuckiest? I was trying to think of what the outside world would think, right? Because as someone who played the game, I would agree. I do not like Gumshoe. I think the design's kind of creepy and mm-hmm. I don't like playing him. 
But I feel like from the outside looking in, Watchdog kind of just looks like a weasel. Maybe like Stunfisk? I don't know. You just made a point that like made me think. So this is an article published in February of 2022. And the games that were out during that time were Sword and Shield, right? So it's like a newer generation. So I'm wondering if they would go through the hassle. Uh... I'm going to stick with Licky Licky. I'm going to stick with Licky. Because here's the thing about Licky Licky, right? They took a Pokemon that was gross and they gave it an evolution and they didn't need to do that because there's other Pokemon that deserved a cool evolution like Tauros Mm -hmm. and is a cool Pokemon. And instead they were like, oh, what about this gross tongue Pokemon? Let's get it. Let's give it an evolution. So I'm going to say Licky Licky B, final choice, lock it down. Is that your final answer? It is Licky Licky. Is that your final answer? Oh, yeah, dog. Yeah, for sure. This is your last chance to get some points and win. I'm picking Licky Licky. Wrong or right, he's still gross, and USA okay. Today is wrong if they didn't pick him as the number one worst looking. Okay. The answer is on that top list. It's, dude, this is why no one reads your dumb magazine, USA Today. This is such a bad take. That is like, of all of those, that is arguably the best looking. Um, The little mouth pincher teeth are kind of creepy. He's a little crab. But he looks better than Parasect, who has literally just been fully engulfed by this fungi yeah. Parasect. No. Yeah, that honestly, Parasect is grosser because he's yeah. like a zombie. Yeah. yeah. No, USA Today, you're bad. You made a bad it's choice. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> USA Today, you're very wrong and it's okay, but, you know, we'll forgive you and move on. And Adam, because because of this, you get yourself four Huntails just for you because... Unfortunately, Ugh. you are out of the game. God, what a nightmare. <laughs> Four Huntails to flesh out your team. You have two you like and then. Yeah. I'm going to go drown myself with them <laughs> since they're swimming. They're fish type Pokemon, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Next is Holly. Holly, you can win this. If you don't, it's going to be tiebreaker questions for you both. All right. So question number four. Oh, no God. pressure. <laughs> Which generation didn't introduce a pure electric type? Your multiple choices are Gen 4, Sinnoh, Gen 7, Alola, Gen 8, Galar, Gen 6, Kalos, or Gen 5, Unova. That's a toughie. Great question. Great question. Pure electric type. So it's not a dual typing. It is only the electric type. Huh. That's a tough one. It is a hard one because like, so I immediately think because you have the Raichu up there, I immediately think of Alola um, with the psychic electric, but that I know you just put Raichu up there because you like Raichu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I know that is it like, but that's where my brain immediately goes because of that. I'm trying to think of the gen that Zeb Stryka was that's in the middle somewhere. Fudge, this is tough. You know, I'm going to go with Alola just because I said it. And I'm going to go with it because I genuinely don't know. Alola, final answer? It's going to have to be. Dang. The answer is Kalos. Dang it. Kalos region didn't introduce a pure electric type. So, I know we have a celebration Pikachu at the end, but... I did not know the answer to that one, Holly, but I only reason I knew it was Alola's because that's one of my favorite gins because I first played it with Vanna and mm-hmm. not the Alolan Raichu. You're right. He's electric psychic. It's yeah. that little pincher chin. It's is the pure electric type. Oh, yep. I see now. 
uh, black. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that's on- the yeah. Totor, Totor, um, that one. Yeah. I can't remember in Galar which one is the pure electric type, though. I was trying to, th- I was racking my brain. And that's like one of the more recent ones. Sword it's, the, like- it's the pin, it's the pin, Arechu, whatever it's called. I'm trying to remember what it's no, called. No, Pinterchin like- is, is Alola. That's what I was is just it, saying. Is it Alola? Oh, yeah, yeah. I that's Alola. Because it it's based off of like a, um, what are those spiky black balls in the ocean? The urchin, sea urchin? Yeah, it's yep. yeah. Pin, pinchurchin. Pin, it's like an urchin, but it's electric, I guess, because sea urchins hurt and they sting you. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of which one it is in Galar, but that was uh, that was a tough one. Congratulations, Vanna, on the win. I didn't win. We're tied. Uh, yeah, Congra- it's a tie. Congratulations yeah. on the tie, y'all. <laughs> I got Vanna one. Whoops. Oh, Zero Aura. Mm-hmm. That's a mythical, too. That's a... That's a tricky one. Yep. So what I and by the way, I fa- I found out which uh, a pure electric type it was. It was Yamper in Galar. Yeah, yeah Yamper. Oh. Of course. Oh, wow. God, how did I not know Yamper? The, the Corgi Pokemon. Uh, oh. <laughs> Our little Corgi would be so sad. Ace would be mm-hmm. so sad. And no, I forgot about that. All right. So we're going to do some tiebreakers here. So the question is for Vanna. In Ruby and Sapphire, there is an Elite Four member named Phoebe, as you can see here. Mm-hmm. What was Phoebe's ace Pokemon in the game? Your multiple choices are Gengar, Dusclops, Sableye, Baniet, or Miss Magius. Mm, another game I haven't played. Yeah, I feel like I feel like my one point counts better because I'm at a disadvantage. I haven't been doing this since I was a child. Oh, in your defense, this one's very hard. I've played this game a lot of times, and I don't know the answer. Yeah, so. I'm literally <laughs> Googling it. I knew she was a ghost-type trainer. I thought that's what she was going to ask you, because I was like, okay, that's a fun one, because she looks like Hawaiian. You'd think, like, oh, like, grass-type, but she's like and a she's ghost-type a ghost-type trainer. Type trainer. Uh... Yeah, because they were all ghost-types. If they listed off. Can you list them uh, again? I'm sorry. Yeah. So I can show you the Pokemon, too. That'd so... be sick. Gengar? She knows Gengar. I mean... Yeah, I know what Gengar looks like. Okay, Gengar, Dusclops. <laughs> you better know Gengar. <laughs> right? We got in a whole fight about a Gengar once. <laughs> Bayonet. Bayonetta. Bayonet. It does sound like Bayonetta. It does. <laughs> a little less sexy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. to me. Or more with that zipper mouth. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. <laughs> PG-13. Sableye. I hate that little gremlin. He's got diamond eyes. He does. He has a diamond in his chest too. He's just like he's like a little gremlin. In all of the games, he's like twitching, like he's like constantly <laughs> twitching when he moves. Like, and then the last, stuff. and then the last one is Miss Magius. I love Miss Magius. She's got like witch girl energy. I'm gonna say Miss Magius because the girl looks like a feminist to me. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah. What a reason. The <laughs> answer is Dusclops. She's got two Darn. of them. So that was her. That oh, was her ace right. Pokemon. I wouldn't have guessed that either. Same kind of question for Holly, but this one is for a different gym leader specifically. Your gym leader is Chuck. Who was his ace Pokemon? Your multiple choices are Machamp, mm-hmm. Hitmonchan, mm-hmm. Primeape, mm-hmm. Hitmontop, mm-hmm. or Poliwrath. Great question. What gen yeah. is he from? He is from Generation 2. Sick. Okay. 
the one that I have the least amount of experience with. Love that. Yeah, Love that right? for us. That's, that's funny. He knew. <laughs> he knew when he picked these for y'all. He's like, man, has never played this brat. one. Holly's barely ever played I this one. Literally. <laughs> Anyways. And you know he knew, too, because we filled out a little questionnaire for him a while back mm. where he asked what was your least played. <laughs> <laughs> He's evil like that. I'm calling him out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... I'm going to go with Polyrath simply because it's the one that's the most out of left field. And so I feel like it would make the most sense as an ace because typically the aces, other than the one Phoebe, because she has two, like we see that. So that's that's what I'm going to say. Holly, is that your final answer? It's going to have to be, Ty. Holly, you have won the Pokemon quiz. Yeah, oh, I, knew, I knew that one. I was, yeah. like, I was like, she got it right. Yay! Dang. Yeah. <laughs> He has a uh, he has a primate and a uh, polyrath. It's just and polyrath the... is 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 his yeah. Is it's just the yeah. one because it has that water typing, so it's completely different. So well, his gym is like he's training under a waterfall too. So that's like oh. part of like his like his martial artist aesthetic, and that's, that's why he has fair. the polyrath is like the the water type. Yeah, yeah, I knew that one. I didn't know the other one. That was a t- that, was, that was those were good. Those are good questions. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you won. I had no business being in the final. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked well, Adam's not here. Yeah, me <laughs> yeah, too. I mean, I'm more, honestly, my takeaway for this whole episode is that USA Today, just get new writers. I mean, like, <laughs> you, you have bad journalists who have bad opinions. Do you want to know Do you want to know something funny? As I was trying to find something, and that was the article that popped up, and I was like, I'll just go with it. Let's see what happens. Because yeah. it was an article. <laughs> it so, works. Yeah. Well, You'd have been guys, better off with a BuzzFeed quiz. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you guys... Did you guys have fun? I hope you guys oh, had yeah. fun. Yeah, was that was very of, fun. I know it was really stressful. Maybe next time someone can take the reins and try their own Pokemon quiz. I think it'd be fun to do another one of these. Uh, but I am glad that you guys had a lot of fun. I know it was... Uh, Avana. I'm sorry I threw some, some questions your way that you're probably like, man, why did I get these? Because I thought you watched the Pokemon the first movie. Because who hasn't? Me, Vanna. Well, guess what? Okay. Guess okay, what, honey? From who? <laughs> Don't at me. We're also, also for sure watching the new that Pokemon, not the new one, but not the 3D one. But we're watching that movie on net. It's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure we're gonna watch it. This yeah, weekend. the new one, the Mewtwo Returns, is on Netflix, but it's in that. It's in the weird 3D. Well, version we'll find the classic version. I saw Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good movie too. But uh, that's true. Uh, that does it for our episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please send feedback uh, to our email at thosecoupleofgeekspodcastinfo at gmail.com. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. On top of that, too, we're going to be starting up a TikTok channel soon, uh, putting some content on there where you can actually see us as well. On top of that, too, stay tuned. We're going to have a special guest. Uh, We're going to be interviewing a special guest relatively soon. So that's going to be fun. Um, Me and Holly are going to be running the reins on that while Adam and Vanna are out on their own little mini vacation. Uh, But stay tuned for their next episode and stay geeky, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.